Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the time of year that all of us are thinking about our goals for working out, for business, for uh, parenting, all those different areas and categories of our life. So we go out and... You know, we hear that your wife or husband wants to start working out. So we go buy them some brand new, beautiful Nikes. And we, uh, the other person, you know, they open up the box and look in and see these Nikes and are like, yes, the ones I wanted. I know that these are probably going to really motivate me to run faster in them. And so we start to hope that, you know, the things that we buy, the things that we put on are going to motivate us and get us in the mood for doing hard things. But we all kind of in the back of our minds know it's hard sometimes to be in the mood. And if you have a track record of falling off the bandwagon of working out or doing these other hard things, we kind of have this sinking feeling that this is going to be short-lived. Yeah, the world actually has a track record of (laughs) falling off the bandwagon by January 19th. We actually did a whole video on this. Uh, We can link it here. Um, but it's, it's tough. People just don't stay motivated. And why not? Why do people not stay motivated? Well, people are looking for this magic pill Mm -hmm. that they take or put on that will motivate them. And motivation has almost been like this, uh, magical word or formula that we could just like, you know, do this thing. And then all of a sudden we feel always like doing the hard thing. And it's not quite set up like that. Motivation is um, really a step-by-step increase of something. So we want to talk about what that something is and how to get more motivated. All right. So first, let's talk about the difference between intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. It's funny. I actually remember studying this in depth. I don't even think I told you about this, Hmm. but um, I was walking into Sac State my first year, my freshman year, taking general psychology classes. And I remember walking in like by the student union and a classmate was with me and we were going over this like for a test or Mm -hmm. something. And she was giving examples. And I remember thinking, man, I'm pretty extrinsically motivated by a lot of things. Um, but so extrinsic motivation, um, is where we are motivated by external sources. We want to get the gold star. We want to get the grade. We want to get, um, the money. We want to get, um, the accolades, the affirmation and, or avoid pain even that's extrinsic motivation. Mm -hmm. So it's when you're motivated to do something because of external sources, because you're going to get something from it Mm -hmm. that's on the outside, outside of your body, outside of you. Versus intrinsic motivation, 
which is all about enjoying the activity itself. For so, itself, for that sake. Yeah, you don't, there's no other primary reason why you're doing it. You might get other external mm. fruit from it, but you genuinely love the activity itself. Right. So for instance, if you're an artist and you sit down and you're painting and you're not planning on putting that painting on a wall or giving it to anyone, or you're not trying to sell it, you're simply painting for painting's sake. Or mm -hmm. if you're a musician, you're sitting down to play beautiful music because beautiful music makes you feel wonderful. Or like even working out for some people, mm -hmm. we were talking about this the yes. other day. So like I don't track anything when I work out. Like, in fact, it it's less motivating for me if I have to track things. <laughs> and so I love just going to CrossFit. It's fun for me. And so Adam's yeah. like, we should do before and after pictures. We should measure. We should do. And I'm like, nah, like I just, just want to work out. Like I might try to beat my score from before, but like, I don't, I don't want to compete against anyone or, I mean, yeah. sometimes I will. And that is less motivating for well, me. Well, I just like the workout pictures. Okay. <laughs> thanks, babe. But, um, you are intrinsically motivated by golf. Yes. So I'm not very, well, let me take this back. I am becoming more intrinsically motivated to work out, but I'm very intrinsically motivated uh, to golf because I love that swing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, was, I was thinking about the times where we've done hard things and I was intrinsically motivated to mm -hmm. do those hard things. Like for instance, we both enjoy backpacking. Right. Uh, we've climbed some beautiful things and been in some pretty crazy weather. Actually, I, I remember taking a friend. I was, we were, I was, I was thinking about doing this um, video. I remember taking a friend into the backcountry, like miles and miles. I think we drove for about 40 minutes on dirt roads to get to this place that was absolutely desolate. We climbed this mountain. Um, and actually, before we got there, there was a gigantic mud puddle that we barely got through. We got to the trailhead, got went up the mountain, and then as we were going up, it started to really look like it was going to be a, a bad, bad weather. We're mm -hmm. like, ah, we'll be okay. Let's go. So we got there, got set up on top of the mountain, and it just started to pour rain and storm, and trees were cracking all around us. And we're like, oh my goodness, what do we get into? We went to sleep and then it, this was a, I don't know, standout moment for me, but I went to sleep, got up and we're like, well, you know, why are we here? We're just going to be in a tent all day. We might as well get off the mountain before that puddle that we both remembered trying to get through, not a puddle, more of like a little <laughs> lake, <laughs> lake, um, filled up. So we couldn't get, get back because that would be really bad. We'd have to walk out for a long, long, long time. So uh, we started down and I remember we got packed up and it was just raining. We lost the trail actually a couple of times, a little scary, but I remember just the wind whipping my face and feeling like, yes, I am alive right now. This is, <laughs> this is so much fun mm -hmm. at the same time, kind of being scared because we lost the trail a few times. It was absolutely torrential, but why was that hard experience? Mm exhilarating. And I, I could think of other times where that happened yep. is because I've trained myself to, to think that this hard thing, that rain in your face, it, that extreme weather, the extreme difficulty of packing your weight or, you know, all this stuff out. And that for me, for some reason 
is a high. Yeah. It's, it's like, yes, I'm doing yeah. a hard thing. This is memorable. This is awesome. <laughs> and we're intrinsically motivated by that. Right. Yeah. And so you can apply this. That's how you feel, right? When mm-hmm. you're working out. Totally. And so, backpacking. I love backpacking through different, you know, weather issues. Uh, it's fun. It's just, yeah. and there's no other reason. Like maybe we'll post it. Maybe we won't, but like whether we post it or we talk about it or anything else, it's just the activity itself that is fun. Right. Well, studies show that you are capable of uh, shifting from intrinsic or extrinsic motivation to intrinsic. And let me actually take a step back. Intrinsic motivation is far superior mm-hmm. to um, to in, uh, extrinsic motivation. Uh, actually, they did a study of uh, school children that already love to draw and to paint and to do artistic things. And they actually started giving those kids that already did drawing well, but started giving them rewards for drawing, making their intrinsic uh, activities more extrinsic Mm -hmm. uh, motivation to do those things. So they started getting stars and they noticed over time of giving these kids stars that they became less attracted to doing it. They actually painted less Mm. because they started receiving external validation and they started looking for that. And when it didn't come, they weren't as motivated to do it. Mm -hmm. So you could see this all throughout the literature. Intrinsic motivation is really what we want to shoot for. We do want to shoot for it. Now, let's be clear. We're not trying to say that you should be exclusively motivated intrinsically because Um, you know, there are realistic things that we need to work for and do hard things for that are not going to be always intrinsic. We have to pay the bills, right? So Mm -hmm. you might find a job you love, but if it doesn't pay the bills, like you really have to figure out how to make it pay the bills, how to change that job or finesse it so that it brings in enough income or revenue to pay the bills. So Mm -hmm. there are going to be reasons why we still have to be extrinsically motivated in doing hard things. Um, but it's better if we can work on becoming more intrinsically motivated, um, for the things that we are already doing. Right. David Brooks, um, in his book talked about like when people conquer their first mountain or build their first big company, Mm -hmm. but they're only doing it to get that big house or to buy that nice car. Yeah that actually when they get to the top of the mountain, they look around and go, what was I doing this all for? It's mm-hmm. actually, they're less emotionally stable Yep. because it wasn't, it was to get these things rather than intrinsically motivated right. to get those things. Well, that's similar to Stephen Covey when he said that, you know, it's, it's like you, you build this ladder, you set this ladder against the wall and you're working on getting one rung up the ladder going up, 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 up. And you finally get to the top of the ladder thinking about like maybe a career field or even like movie stars, Mm. for instance, they get to the top of the ladder and they're still dissatisfied because they realize they look around and they go, I'm on the wrong wall. I set my ladder against the wrong wall. And so you know, maybe they enjoyed acting in the beginning and that's why they pursued the field. But then they were extrinsically motivated along the way and, and realized their ladder had been set against the wrong wall the whole time. Mm. So, and for people listening, they're going, okay, well, I seem to be very extrinsically motivated Mm -hmm. because I want those things. Um, and we just challenge you, well, maybe take a second look and here, actually here is a way of, of starting 
to enjoy the process. Because what we're really saying is strive not for the outcome, but start to enjoy the process, the mm-hmm. journey of getting there. If you can yeah. enjoy the journey and, and teach yourself that the journey is the beautiful thing, you become more intrinsically motivated. And then the outcome comes because you've enjoyed the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a study that shows that um, actually that this works, what, I, what we're saying here, that you can actually start to train your brain to enjoy the journey by just telling yourself intensely with intensity saying like, you know, I love hard things. I, I thrive off of doing this mm-hmm. and really telling your brain that can send dopamine in the, these necessary times and start to reprogram your brain because your brain doesn't know about external um, motivation. It doesn't know any, doesn't see any of that. It only feels the chemicals on its mm. brain. Yeah. So if you can start to look at those things or look at your progress or look at your, the journey where you are and celebrate it to tell yourself, Hey, you're doing a good job. You're working hard. This is what I, this is what I live for. You know, get excited about it. You can actually shift from that external to the internal, which is much more um, satiating and will help you uh, stay on the course. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we've talked about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. Let's talk a little bit about why can't I get motivated, whether Mm -hmm. it's intrinsic or extrinsic. We're going to give you a few reasons why people um, often don't get motivated to continue their pursuit. Yes. So there's actually a motivation equation. Okay that I think is really helpful for people to think because you could look at either the things that you want to be motivated to do and you're not doing, or you could look at the things that you're motivated to do. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And you are doing so you could kind of break that down like, why is that? Why mm-hmm. the disparity? So motivation, and this is, may sound a little bit um, kind of over the top, but just think this through. So motivation, here's the equation. Motivation equals value times expectancy divided by impulsivity times delay. So write it down. We'll repeat it because <laughs> that's a lot if you're like driving or doing laundry. So if you're driving, don't write it down, but pause it. Um, If you're doing laundry, pause and write this down. Go ahead and say it again. So it's motivation equals value times expectancy divided by impulsivity times delay. And this is, uh, this whole thing is by Pierce Steele in his book. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, so here we go. Let's, let's break down what we mean by that. Okay. So value how much do I actually value the thing that I'm doing, whether it's the intrinsic part of the action itself or even the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. So how much do I value that outcome? So let's, let's take exercise, for instance. I mean, it is mm-hmm. January. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how much do I value health and um, how much do I value 
um, feeling good? How much do I value the, the hit that I get when I'm uh, working out? Mm-hmm. Right. So there's, so there's some intrinsic and extrinsic factors there. Right. And you could shift that simply by um, making those, the value increase. Mm-hmm. So that's why people, um, you know, print out things and buy things. You know, they're trying to convince themselves of the value and increase their desire yeah. for, for this outcome. Like even, even life expectancy could mm-hmm. be an extrinsic motivator. It's pretty important, but it is extrinsic because it's not the activity itself that is motivating you. But you could say, man, if I work out, you know, this many times per week over this number of years, my life expectancy is estimated to increase by five years. So how much val- how, how valuable are those five years to me? And you might print out, you know, some sort of chart that shows you your life expectancy and that mm. you can add five years to that. Um, or 60 months to that, you know, to think of it in months, but you can add that. And is that valuable enough to you? I actually was talking about this to Carissa a little bit, um, yesterday or today. I can't remember, (laughs) but I was like, you know, if I could find a picture of myself and then put it online and find an app to make it look old, because I know it's there, you know, you know, Snapchat, Mm -hmm. I think has a filter that turns your face old. Yep. I was like, man, that would be a crazy good uh, kick in the rear uh-huh. to, to work out hard because I'm going to be old and I'm going to be unable to do things and I'm not able to gain muscle in those times. And my health span could be much better if I do these simple things now. And my yeah. health and later in life is dictated by what I do here in my thirties. Yeah. So getting that kind of extrinsic sign or like picture, mm-hmm but to stimulate the intrinsic desire of like, Hey, you know, I, I want to love to work out. Mm-hmm. So to start to shift that and keep it on my mind. So value and desire can be synonymous there. Yeah. Um, expectancy, um, really is, do you have confidence? Um, confidence. I, I love this, but confidence, the word confidence is actually from the Latin, which means with intense trust. So people want confidence without trusting themselves. And really, do you have the trust in yourself to do the necessary things when times get hard? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have you built that? So confidence is really earned. You earn confidence with yourself. So can you have can you have confidence that you will will fulfill these small hurdles? Well, you'll get through these small uh, times of disappointment or I'm sore, I don't feel like going. Um, and if you don't have the confidence, how can you, how can you dial back your expectancy a little bit and still get little, little or smaller wins to celebrate, to start to build that confidence for the bigger things? Yeah. So that goes back to like tiny habits mm-hmm. and we've done an episode on that. We'll link it here. And tiny habits are all about breaking it down into very small goals, little milestones Mm -hmm. um, to help you with that confidence, with that expectancy that I can do this. Even if I don't think I can do that, I can at least do this. Right. So, all right. So if you have a a huge, you see the desire or you see the value, the huge, this huge value, and you feel like you can do it, you can achieve it, you can get there. 
most likely you're going to be motivated to get that value, right? Mm -hmm. To go do that thing. But here is what pulls us down. So in the next part of the equation, impulsivity, what is distracting you from pursuing that that goal Mm -hmm. or that thing that you really want? So if we're distracted and our time, our attention is going everywhere, it's going to be a leech on your motivation to achieve things. Yeah. So if that screen time or um, media, video games, over commitments, yeah, all of that can really distract you impulsively checking your email. (laughs) I'm uh, (laughs) preaching to the choir over here for myself, but um, you know, that's, that's something that you want to dial back on because remember, this is the denominator in this equation. If you can make this denominator so much smaller, um, not just the impulsivity, but we'll get to the delay. Uh, but if you can make that so much smaller, then you increase the likelihood of your motivation going up because that numerator is bigger. That denominator is getting smaller. Well, think about motivation here. Um, how people try to say in Three weeks, you can lose twenty pounds and sell these gig- these programs. Mm-hmm. So human beings are are motivated by quick, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're motivated by. Well, here here's the next, the last one, mm-hmm. delay. So if we can move up when you get to that goal, or when you think that you're going to realize, you know, the first step or second step of your goal, um, you're more you're more motivated. But if your goal is 10 years out, like, you know, keep on working out in 10 years, you're going to have the body that you always wanted. Like no one's going to sign up for that course because <laughs> right. the delay is way too big. Yes. Like, no, I, I actually want to look nice in, in, you know, around June. <laughs> so shorten that delay. And in order to do that, you might need to, again, kind of going back to what we said earlier, make those micro goals right. so that you can celebrate something quicker. Um, if the more quickly you celebrate, even if it's in those milestones, the better. Um, and this kind of comes back to what we've preached for years, which is habit formation. Mm -hmm. So rather than just setting these long-term goals, talk about what your habits are. So like we don't even do new year's resolutions. We do new year's habits. So every year and throughout the year, but specifically between December 26th and January 1st. So by the time this airs, we will have done this again for the year, but we, um, we, look at our habits from last year. How did we do on maintaining these habits? And they're small habits. They're not like these giant goals. They're like, oh, I want to do this on a daily or weekly basis or a couple times a week, or I want to do this every night before I go to bed. Um, Even like a goal, no, not a goal, a habit this year was instead of flossing every night, because I just don't do that. I know you might think that's gross if you're like a good flosser, but like (laughs) I would commit to floss a tooth every night right? Well, that's a lot more achievable and I can celebrate. So the delay goes down. My confidence is up that I can do that because that's, that's really easy to do. So, um, try to break down your new year's, uh, what would have been like a goal, break that down into small habits. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So motivation is, is really being first bringing up the value, being very clear with the value, how important this is for you and the loved ones and for yourself. Why do you want to achieve this? Try to build that intrinsic motivation. 
also trying to have the confidence. Recognize when you do pull off those wins. Celebrate those wins. Make sure that you actually see them. And then dial back on your scatteredness. You know, like make sure that you're not impulsive impulsive on on so much stuff like Mm -hmm. get some consistency in you because that honestly does build confidence again and then the last one is is start to break these habits down into micro uh wins so that you know you can achieve you might not be able to achieve this gigantic thing very quickly because there's there's maybe a huge delay but if you can achieve these small micro wins and have yourself celebrate it, but also other people, mm-hmm. you are on the path to becoming a very motivated individual. Love it. So we are challenging you guys get those new year's habits done. Um, get together with your spouse, even a best friend and challenge each other, keep each other accountable to check in on how you're doing with these habits. And we do that for each area of our life. Um, so we, we break it down, you know, we do our spiritual, our emotional, mental, um, academic, and then career, ministry, um, and physical. Even we have habits for our sex life, for our finances, and we break it down really, really small so that we are actually um, more motivated to kind of come full circle. And if you want uh, to work with us and, you know, have a template to, with your spouse to go through, or even if you're not, don't have a spouse, you could still check this out. It still apply to you. We have a whole workshop in monthly live date night that would take you through goal setting and habit formation. It would probably be very helpful to you. Um, It's not open right now. um, So you can't get in, but if you would like to get on the wait list, you can do that. Yeah. The portal is full of past workshops. We've done over 40 of them with handouts. You can play them for your small group. You can do them individually or as a couple and you can become a member, but not yet. We're going to be opening that pretty soon, but we're closing it for now as we bulk it up and um, we're going to we're going to un- unveil that here pretty soon. Yeah, some awesome so get goodie. on the wait list. Some awesome goodies going in there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll link that for you so you can get on the wait list now. We love you guys. You rock. Be a hero. Work hard on yourself. Work hard with your spouse. Um, it's worth it. Happy New Year. Hey, guys. We've got an exciting announcement that's bound to set your hearts on fire. As you know, we believe in the kind of relationships where conversations about sensitive topics like sex and intimacy can happen with ease. But after conversations and sessions with so many of you, we know that people carry barriers and misconceptions about these topics. And it's often rooted in childhood or personal beliefs about the Bible and sex. But don't you worry. We have something incredible coming your way. It's time to take your marriage to a whole new level. Introducing the Eros Conference. Eros, derived from the Greek word for erotic love, is the passionate, sensual, and romantic love that fuels the fire of intimacy between a husband and wife. It's the kind of love that intensifies with selflessness and diminishes with selfishness. It's a love that reflects our creator. God uses marriage and sexuality as a parallel to demonstrate his love to the church. And we're here to help you understand that connection on a deeper level. So mark your calendars and get ready for an experience like no other. The Eros Conference is coming to three convenient locations in 2024. And trust me, you want to be there. First up, join us in Indianapolis on January 26th 
through 27th, 2024. It's going to be a memorable start to the year. Or if you want a hot summer vacay, pack your bags and head to the Gulf Coast. On June 21st and 22nd, 2024, we'll be in Biloxi, Mississippi. And finally, we're wrapping up our year in Houston. On November 1st and 2nd, 2024, it's going to be a Texas-sized experience. <laughs> All right, guys, so don't waste time. Your marriage deserves the best. And the Eros Conference is where it all begins. At Eros, we're going to bring you biblically-based and scientifically sound tools. So join us because it's time to strengthen your emotional and sexual intimacy and feel more connected than ever. Just click the link in the show notes to register. We'll see you there. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.